Welcome to the Beauty Formula, where we go behind the scenes with skincare formulators and beauty innovators. Here, you will get an intimate look into their personal journey to success and their beauty formulations from inception to creation. Okay, so moving on a little bit, I wanted to go more, I know we've talked a lot about it, but this is the business side of it. So I know in, when we spoke in 2020, we were talking about some of the challenges of starting your own business and we talked a little bit about it, but what have you seen is like the biggest, like the biggest challenges that you weren't expecting? Yeah. As uh, you know, like with the risk of sounding very repetitive with the news is the supply chain disruption. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So I was used to, to kind of like a 90 days, you know, kind of like turn for ordering bottles, tubes, you know, like uh, ingredients for, uh, to uh, schedule a production of the of the products. Uh, now is something that is totally unpredictable. Like one time you can have no issue with all the ingredients go in, you know, bottles arrive. And after that, I, I just have, you know, like bottles for the new product sat on the uh, uh, Los Angeles port for four months. Oh. Like four months, they are without basically being moved because there was not human capacity to move them. And it's it's ridiculous. So um, we have, and you know, as companies, and, and you probably experience the same thing in your business, like you have a plan for the year. You say like, we're doing this, we're bringing this new product, we're doing this promo, and you need to have inventory and you need to plan ahead. And planning ahead has been a real pain on the neck real pain on the neck because uh like for example right now i have you know like all the ingredients for the production of the new product and the bottles were just released so <laughs> guess what we are like you know a little bit late but that that is super hard it's, it has been hard to manage mainly because it's so unpredictable it's like you don't know what will what will be the hot potato next time yeah. uh so uh that is uh, and 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 that not only you know like affect your lunch but when you have an already commercialized product you don't want to be out of stock so it's like always my team is like on a little bit of scared like you know should we go and do this big promo uh but do we have you know <laughs> enough stock yeah to to back up you know like three more months without uh you know like uh without production right and it's like a good problem to have but it's a problem. It's like, you know, you don't want to be like, I don't want to sell any. I don't want to sell any, but you also don't want to run out. And exactly. So and, and at the end of the day, you know, as a, as a consumer, it's like we are very unfaithful. Like if we go and try to find, yeah. you know, our beloved serum and it's not there, I will try something else. <laughs> and it will take right. me a cycle well, yeah. of four You're months. Put something else on. Exactly. It will take at least four months for me to realize oh, you know, I need to try again the, the serum that I love. So I don't want to be in that situation. And as a small brand, requires a lot of, uh, you know, like thinking and planning to basically right. be in that sweet spot that you don't have a, you know, like insane amount of inventory sitting there getting older, uh, but you basically have enough uh, bottles to uh, fulfill the needs. Right. Yeah, no, I, I can't even imagine on your end how hard that is. And I'm sure you're a little bit like me, like control and over stuff and schedule. And yeah. I mean, they, everybody jokes about me and the word schedule because like I go on a schedule and I live and I'm going to die on that schedule. And I don't like changes to it. And I don't like, you know, and there there is every day. But I'm like, so knowing, not knowing 
how things are going to affect the schedule and the launches and the dates and everything else, it would be like the hardest thing for me. And and I think that is, you know, like this situation, uh, you know, like you, no matter how old you are, you always learn something. I've always been a control freak, but this situation kind of like taught me to let it go. So I I'm sometimes I laugh because I'm the one telling my team, it's like, we will launch when we have the product. And they look at me yeah. and say, who are you? What you have done with Vicky? <laughs> oh, I know. It's so true though. I'm the same way. I've, I mean, we were talking a little bit about this earlier, like with COVID and stuff, you've just learned, like, if it's taught us anything, it's like, you don't know what's coming. You got to just learn to go with flow. And yeah. And everyone else might not think you are, but you are making improvements. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's all that matters. We're all a work in progress. Yep. So we talked a little bit about, you know, the marketing, which I think is great that you're, you know, you kind of put that to the side and let the product speak for itself. But how are you, um, you know, getting market share? Or what are the challenges you're having to try to get some of the market share? So, um, the main uh, source of, you know, like of us basically uh, disseminated information right now is our influencers. And when I start looking at influencers, I was like, I want influencers that are like, I don't care the size of the influencer. I want influencers that are like into science. They can make mistakes. We all make mistakes with the statements, but people that, you know, the followers actually trust. So uh, we run, you know, like we look at the the data from several, you know, different accounts and then we start looking, you know, at like engagement and things like that. And we start contacting them. And uh, so Sari, of course, you know, you know, Sari, she was my, my first, <laughs> my first influencer. And she, she, she's so amazing. She actually, you know, uh, basically start talking about the product and people start trying. And when I start seeing, you know, like accounts that are constantly posting about the benefits of, Basically, you know, like quantum, quantum leaf, I contact them and say like, hey, you are giving us so much free publicity. Would you like to be one of our influencers? And they were like, surprised, you know, I said like, oh, I'm so small. I said like, no, you're not. Like, and so we have been kind of like really uh, take it to a very personal level to connect with the influencers that we, we like and we think that they're doing a, a good job. And that is our main source of basically spreading the news. Yeah. And I love it. I love to work with influencers. Uh, I learned so much from, you know, they are teaching me how to do Instagram. <laughs> yeah, no, it, 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 that it's usually when you're really good at formulating something and really good in that space, sometimes the Instagram space, creative space like that isn't as easy. You know, and I learned that too. I'm like, you got to like put factual information, you know, yeah, relevant and, and have a pretty picture and it's hard. Yeah. And, and the way that they talk about the products, the way that, that you know, they, they give the benefits, uh, you know, like what they see in their skin, that helps me a lot too, because, uh, you know, I'm a scientist. So my husband always say that I, I use too many buzzwords and, <laughs> and he's the one who create the science spiel and beauty spiel. I said, like when I was saying something to him, he was like, oh, this is, you know, science spiel. Give me the beauty spiel. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one yeah so i i i i, I had a, a t-shirt done that is say like fluent in both science and beauty spiel <laughs> <laughs> that's cute oh my gosh that's so cute but, but those are the, yeah those are the things that you learn basically by interacting with people that are passionate about skincare and they are not you know like uh 
bench scientists basically, and they know about collagen, but they, they express it in a very nice way. So uh, I love influencers. I love to work with them. Uh, I always say, you know, like no influencers too small because everything will depend on their level of engagement with their followers. You can have a thousand followers and, st- and sell hundred bottles per month. As simple as that. Oh, oh, I, I have definitely, actually, when I started working with Sari, I think, I think she had maybe like 2000 followers at the time. Um, and she was the first influencer I worked with as well. And it was just a very organic relationship. You know, she would write me and we would talk about stuff and like debate product stuff. And, um, and I mean, to this day, sorry, has been promoting me for five years, probably sent me bajillion in business for sure. And I've never paid her a dollar. (laughs) I I haven't, nobody believes me that. And I'm like, I was her. One day I'm going to, I'm going to get the back end. I'm going to do this. And I, and I've tried different things and I just haven't worked. And I'm like, I can't sit there and like tally up all these sales. You know, it's, I'm like, I just can't do it. I'm like, one day I'm going to get you girl. But, <laughs> but she's a good she example. You know? Yeah. She's a good example yeah. of like people really trust her reviews. Like they are like, they know that when she say, yes, it's good. It's because it's good. Uh, so to me, those are the influences that I really, they're really close to my heart because and, and I'm, I have nothing with the one that are paid for doing reviews, but you know, like, but right. it's, it's, it's what, you know, what you want to align as a company. So, so I have been basically spending like two hours per day in, on Instagram looking for, uh, Insta, you know, like for bloggers and, uh, things like that, that I think is kind of like fit the brand that we want. It's like, yeah. And, 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 and when I get that review, for example, someone said, this is amazing, but I didn't see this effect. I don't get upset. And so like, okay, you saw, you know, like plumping of the face, increasing hydration and firmness, but you didn't see elasticity. Totally fine. You know, like I will not yeah. hold that, you know, against you, but uh, it's, it's, it's an honest review. It and, is and an honest I, review. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I think we need those because I always say, you know, like this whole craziness over clean beauty and, you know, and ingredients that are bad and good it was kind of like produced by the skincare industry itself because the skincare industry lied to us as a consumer so much, telling us that we will see crazy results with minimum amount of ingredients. So I think right now we are kind of paying the <laughs> the price right. of all those yeah. years of like not being honest. And and I think, you know, like uh, the companies that are doing really well are the ones that are honest with the consumers. Yeah, I completely agree. Yeah. And I think that we, I mean, I think we all kind of know now that fear tactics are real, you know, that obviously, you know, it's like, sometimes it's like you can get behind that more than you can get behind, you know, a positive thing. And so, and, but now I, I I think we've kind of gone through, I mean, I don't want to say we've gone through it. I think everyone's gone through like uh, trying out clean beauty and stuff and then realizing, well, technically most of the other skincare is clean as well. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and the thing is like, you know, like to me, it's like, the, and this is something funny that happened to me when I launched the product, I have, you know, in, in the box of the products, I like no added. And I have a list of ingredients that we didn't formulate with for quantum leaf for other products. It will be different. So we kind of look at what people don't like in, you know, in skincare. So like, Oh, no added parabens, you know, the typical thing, perf- uh, perfumes, color. And I added silicones. I love silicone, but you know, there are people that don't like it. So to me, it's like, the reason why I was doing this is like for the consumer to look at the bottle and say, like, okay, 
this doesn't have silicon, so I can try it. I got bullied by a, a group of like, you know, like skincare formulators saying like I was, you know, like spreading misinformation about things. They went to my Instagram. They, oh my God. It was like insane. So what I did, the really? new wiki, I just blocked them. <laughs> oh my God. I'm like, I'm not engaging with this, you know, like, uh, it, it's like totally fine. If you don't agree with my way to present, you know, what my product doesn't, have is totally fine. I'm not saying that silicones are bad. I have formulated with silicone before. HA5 is like, you know, like it has plenty of silicone and everyone loves yeah. it. But this precise zero doesn't have it. So so it's kind of like, you know, <laughs> exactly. you, you get these two things, these two pe- group of people, like the ProClean Beauty and the Anti One, and they're vicious. So I was like, mental health first, block, block, block. <laughs> block. Exactly. Yeah. It's a, it's like, you're not going to change your mind. And it, like you said, it's not like you're saying, I, you know, will never formulate with these things. Exactly. I, I will never, you're like, it doesn't have it in it. You're like yeah. this product, if you're worried about silicone, this one doesn't have it in it. I'm just making yeah. it easy for you. But exactly. That was, that was the idea. And then I was like, you know, almost crucified for that. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, you people are so vicious. <laughs> Oh my gosh. It's everyone, you can't ever make anybody happy. So yeah, exactly. you do the right yeah. thing. Just block them, move on with your day. Because <laughs> I've gone down that route as well. Where it's like, yeah. you, it's like, what's the point? What's the point? You will not convince me to change my, yeah. You will not convince me to change my marketing approach and I will not convince you that I'm right. So we either live with exactly. each other or we don't see each other. Agree to disagree. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> So I wanted to talk a little bit more just about skincare in general. And so we talked last time about um, which products you're using. And I know you have more in the works right now. Do you use only flawless canvas products or like what does your skincare routine look like? Um, I mainly use flawless canvas products, but yeah, I know that it's, it sounds funny because uh, there is only one in the market, but we have the entire pipeline. That's right. So, you're right. so but, uh, you know, like... Um, one thing that probably you will never see from Flawless is a sunscreen. because Not because, I mean, I love sunscreen, but I think there are already very good sunscreen outside, uh, out there. And, and they're expensive to make, uh, very hard to produce. So, uh, like, uh, Color Science is my to-go company for sunscreen. It has, according with my experience, it has the best sunscreen. I love the facial in all the version, the flex, the no flex, the normal. <laughs> so, so that is color science is basically my sunscreen company. Um, believe it or not, I use sometimes CeraVe. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's a good one. Uh, I, I like it. Uh, I usually use it as my second moisturizer. I, I know that there is a moisturizer coming from me, not from Flawless, but from another project that I have. That is the one that oh. I'm using right now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's like I have been busy. And, yeah. Uh, so I usually use uh, when I go skin or when it's super cold here in the mountains, I put CeraVe on the top. Uh, cleansers, I'm the most promiscuous person with cleansers. <laughs> 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 I, I, I look like that. <laughs> yeah, I, I haven't been in... I, I always change cleansers. Uh, right now, I'm in love with the CO cleanser that contains low, low amount of salicylic acid and jojoba beads. I don't remember which is the name, but I really like it. It helped me a lot with the mask um, knee when here in Colorado we were wearing masks. Now we are not, so it's great. But it helped me a lot to control breakouts and pimples and things like that. So, uh, yeah, no, I, I, I use the <laughs> Lightera. It's a statement in my... Yeah, in, in my in, 
a statement that sadly will be replaced this year. <laughs> oh, well, good. That's good. That's exciting to hear. Yeah. Because you, you formulated Litera for people. I did. Know. It was the most painful thing that I ever done, like two years. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it's a good one, though. I mean, it is one yeah. of the absolute staples and probably yeah. most talked about products. So it's, it's a so beautiful is there, There's going to be a lightener. Is, uh, is it's, there going to uh, be yeah. Have, yeah, we will have things that are coming for pigment and uh, skin brightening. Probably, the, I mean, if, if we can make it this year, launching the two products <laughs> that we want to launch, they're both focused on uh, on skin pigmentation. Oh, great. Yeah. So you said the if everything in the world aligns, y'all's goal is yeah. to release two yeah. products this year. Yeah, definitely we are, we are launching the first one. I mean, uh, that is uh, it's coming. Uh, we were planning to launch it you know, in, in January, but I think it will be March right now. Uh, and that is, uh, that is for brightening of the skin, uh, control of pigment. Not at the level of Lytera, it's like kind of like, you know, well, it's an antioxidant. <laughs> like, let's say, like, you know, like, yeah. it's an yeah. antioxidant product. And the next one is basically will be something relating with vitamin A that I'm already mm-hmm. trying mm-hmm. and I'm loving it. <laughs> that's exciting. I mean, those are obviously the two big yeah. ones in every routine. So that's, that's exciting. You know, and all the retinol products that are out there, I've always felt like this, but I think you developed one that I use and I've used for years now, the, um, the Sente Intensive Biocomplete Cream. Is that one yep. of yours? Yeah. Yep. That's, that's been the only one. I, I use DJ from Revisions the Night cream too, but I don't really use that as my retinol. It's a very low retinol, but yeah. that's the one I've used. But even when, until that one came out, I really feel like that was an area that was so saturated, but there was nothing great. Like there was nothing that I was like, this one is like the best, wonderful, sensitive, can use different ones, but strong. And, you know, but I just feel like there's a lot of opportunity in that area for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I want something that is a, a vitamin A product that is super strong. In, in the way of like, you know, if I like, you know, I hyperpigmented very fast when, when I touch my skin, if I do, you know, if I squeeze a pimple, I will be suffering for four months with that mm-hmm. <laughs> dark spot. Mm-hmm. So I want a, 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 a vitamin A product that basically remove that in weeks, like exfoliates, you know, like yeah. in a crazy way that, that dark spot, but doesn't produce irritation. So that to me is, is the, is the paradox of like, you know, uh, you want to have something that is super strong, but skin friendly. And I think, right. uh, although a lot of companies talk about, you know, like, um, uh, uh skin friendly retinoids, low irritation, I have tried them and I'm not impressed with the retinol capacity. Yeah. So, so exactly. you have this sweet yeah. spot where you need to have, you know, like where, when you don't have irritation, you don't have enough strain of the, of the vitamin A uh, molecule or, you know, like, or if this is too hard, you get the irritation. So I'm working uh, in something that is in the sweetest spot of like maximum efficacy with no irritation. Yeah. That, I mean, that's what we, that's what I struggle with. And that's why I feel like there's nothing like wonderful on there. Cause obviously everybody with the retin, with a lot of the retinoids or like the retinal alternatives, again, I feel like, yeah, they're not, you know, causing any irritation, but also are they working? And then when you get to the retinols, as you go up in the strength, it's just like, so much inflammation and you know stuff so that's why i like the you know the biocomplete because i feel like it's lying in sheep's clothing or whatever the thing is because <laughs> it's like <laughs> you can 
if you use it too much at first, you're like, oh my gosh, my skin looks so good the next day. And then you can start to, you know, get some irritation. But if you, you know, alter it and do it right or put something on top, I have I can look at a retinol and peel. And I don't feel or get red with that one at all. And actually, after I use it, my skin looks so much better than I said. I can tell when I don't use it. And to me, you know, with retinols, like, you know, sometimes I want peeling, like, especially, you know, like sometimes when I do something with my nose, I squeeze things that are not there, basically. <laughs> uh, I want I want, I want, want to peel because I want to remove those uh, marks very fast. But in general, I don't like to be peeling on, 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 on my skin. Yeah. So, and, and, and some of the retinoids that you use is like you put it on and you wake up basically the day after, like all red and, and ready to peel. So... Uh, I think with, with, you know, with some of the retinol that I created, you have this time lapse between, you know, the full peeling that you feel that you put too much, that you need to kind of like adjust your retinol and basically, uh, you know, like either stop using or add more moisturization and you will stop the peeling. So the visual peeling, the the other one will happen. Yeah. What? Yeah. Well, that's exciting. Yeah, I know. I'm very excited you about this. You should see the list of people that want to try the vitamin A pro. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Oh, absolutely. I can't even I imagine. Be, yeah, I want to be alpha testers. <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm sure. And I'm sure this is just going to increase as you go, for sure. Yeah. Um. Okay, so we talked about your skincare. So also, like, is there any ingredients that you're kind of like have your eye on or you think is going to end up being big in the future this year, next year or whatever that you think that is going to be like the next hot ingredient? Um, I don't, to be honest. Um, I, I'm surprised that uh, social media is, is going bananas about niacinamide, probably the oldest ingredient in the skincare. <laughs> Me too. Like, you're like, I think my great-grandmother uses niacinamide. <laughs> it was like in the very first skincare product. Yeah, and everyone is like, oh my God, niacinamide is so good. It's so fantastic. I'm like, yeah, we know that for 150 years. <laughs> and it's in everything. <laughs> exactly. And and I always say, you know, like uh, any of the products that I formulate contain 2% niacinamide. So you are covered, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> whatever, yeah, exactly. whatever you use from me. So, so yeah, so I, 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 as I, as we talked before, I'm not a big believer in single ingredient. I think, you know, like, uh, um, the, the blends are the one that makes the big difference in your skin. But I do think that, you know, like from a technology point of view, I think, uh, extract from, uh, marine, you know, plants are getting very popular and extract from fruits mainly because the technologies that they are using to prepare these extracts are so good right now so what is the advantage of this extract or like you know getting you know like a concentrated form of you know like you know i don't know like promegan fruit or grapefruit it's like remember this fruits already have everything that they need to survive. So if they have a blend of antioxidant, all the antioxidants that they have there are, are sta- stabilized. They don't get oxidized among them because if not, the fruit will get rotten. So I'm like, if you know how to harvest what nature has done perfect already, yeah. it's so much better for us. So I'm, I'm yeah, very excited about that, about, about that, about the extract, because you get so many benefits. And as I said, the technology of isolation of those extracts is is getting way ahead in the future. It's beautiful. Uh, the studies of stability that the companies are doing uh, are fantastic. And I'm very excited about the next generation antioxidants that is coming. Yeah. No, that 
that's, and I think a lot of people will be excited about that because I mean, obviously vitamin C has been the gold standard, but I think everybody's knowing that there's like probably something else out there. So that, that is exciting. People always freak out when I say I don't use vitamin C products. I'm like, oh my God, how come? I said, I take my vitamin C on my supplements, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I don't use vitamin C product, uh, mainly because if they are at the right pH, you know, they irritate my skin, but I, I, I think vitamin C is fantastic. It's good if you can tolerate it, but it's, it's so last century. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And like we had talked about in our last one, there's just like better antioxidants in the market coming up. And I, I'm excited about that too, especially something that's not going to be so hard to use in some capacity or hard to, you know, mix with other things and stuff. So, yeah. Okay. So wrapping up, I got two final questions and we just kind of touched on this a little bit, but just skincare in general, um, not just specifically ingredients. What do you think is going to be in the future for skincare? Oh, <laughs> I mean, I feel like, you know, there was the clean beauty, like we talked about, you know, there was that whole thing and that obviously got a lot. And then, you know, I feel like people latch onto certain areas of it. And um, I didn't know if you had any thoughts of like, or if y'all, your team has talked about like, what do you think is in the future? What do you think people are going to be going like consumers, like purchasing more of or caring more about? I think, you know, like I, I want to believe, let's put it in this way, that the future is actually the real science because everyone says science right now, you know, like you can have whatever product, you can even copy someone else's product and say scientifically designed and <laughs> it's not even right. your design. Exactly. So I think with uh, the savvy consumers, especially, you know, the, I always love the word skin intellectuals. I think it's perfect to describe yeah. the new generation of consumer. Uh they are not getting fooled by, uh, you know, claims. So I think uh, hopefully we will see a better, you know, like kind of matching between claims and ingredients. Uh, not because you have the ingredient listed means that it's doing something. And, right. you know, like I can name so many products that, you know, say like the power of hyaluronic acid and hyaluronic acid is the the one before the last in the list of ingredients. Right, right. And the first five ingredients are silicones. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. I, I yeah, definitely I, think people are becoming yeah more aware, even as they're becoming more healthier and like looking at food labels, you know, yeah. I mean, I think people can now look more at skincare labels because they're used to looking yeah. at food labels and no. Yeah. And I think the the other big thing will be uh, like the final departure from animal derived ingredients. Uh, I think that this, this has been for a while. Uh, people are not liking that, and you don't need to be vegan. Wait, not sorry, to like what was it. the ingredients again? No, for animal derived ingredients. I think oh, uh, animal derived. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we have so much right now. Uh, things that can be um, uh, th you can use it wisely, and you can uh, you know like uh, oh, the words escape from me like um, self sustain ingredients that basically you can create. Mm -hmm that the whole thing with the animal derived will go away because the consumer doesn't like it. And, and, and we, I mean, uh, there are some fantastic, and I have nothing against uh, animal derived ingredients, but I have noticed, you know, more and more people asking me, so like, do you have any animal derived ingredient in your, in quantum leaf? And we make the decision on purpose not to have one of those, uh, but not because, you know, like, uh, it's like, uh, you know, like, I don't think that they work is like because right. people don't like it. And at the end of the day, you know, like I always say when people say like, why you say that you don't formulate with parabens? Parabens are not bad. I say like, yes, I, I agree. They're not bad. 
but nobody will buy a, a product with Pam. Right. And so I'm like, yeah, I'm exactly. a business woman, man. <laughs> like, yeah, for sure. Well, I had the same conversation with another brand that they kept parabens in and I forever, like way after, you know, people were like doing it. And I was like, I personally have no problems with parabens. People stick their feet in parabens, you know, they do these waxes, yes. like they don't care exactly. about it then. But I was like, I don't care. I was like, but it, people have a problem yeah. with it. They're like, just take them out and <laughs> put yeah. something else in. Yeah. So That's when you're saying animal derived ingredients, I literally sat here and Googled it. So I was like, try, I mean, I'm having like a moment and I was like, what is an animal derived ingredient? But now I, I'm just looking up some that come up, obviously like honey, beeswax, lanolin, which again is yeah. like that. So are those, I mean, I know the honey's in a lot, but is there, are those in most skincare products? They're not. I mean, there are there are ingredients that come from 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 animal, and you have this kind of like a money laundry process. <laughs> but yeah, at the end, they don't look that come from animal. But uh, you know, like it's kind of funny because I I have a client that I you know consult for, and uh, uh, this company has uh, uh, wax in their products. And we needed to get a special certification saying that no bees were harmed in the process of harvesting the wax, which was <laughs> like, when I saw it, I was like kind of laughing, but that tells you, you know, how the, the industry is responding to this. So like, okay, we can have ingredients that come from bees, but we need to do it ethically. And uh, that is what the consumer wants. That is what they want. They want to make sure that if these ingredients are, you know, like, the best of the best, and you need to use them for any reason, at least you are doing a good job when you harvest them. So, um, right. yeah, I, I, and, and as, as I say before, all this technology uh, designed to uh, extract the magical blend from fruits, from, you know, a stem cell from plants, uh, I think those will dominate the the skincare marketing. I, I also want to see CBD, but let's see if the legislator will allow us. <laughs> I know. I, I think it will. I think it, this is going to look back and be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe people cared about putting CBD in skincare. Yeah. And I'm in mean, Colorado, getting... so it's the land of CBD. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, and I mean, let's get real. Everybody's getting high from their skincare yeah. cream, you know, like exactly. there's, there's no reason that it yeah. couldn't be in there. But I mean, I, I get that you could it opens up the doors or whatever, but I think they'll hopefully figure it out sooner than later. Um, okay. Last question. So what is in the future for flawless campus? We talked about the two products, but where do you see the company um, like future launches um, projections, things like that? Yeah. So believe it or not, we have the entire pipeline for five years. Yeah, <laughs> As I, say, I, I am a, I am a control freak. So when I started the <laughs> company, I, <laughs> I was like five years in the future and everyone was looking at me kind of like, okay, you're an optimistic uh, entrepreneur, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. And uh, so we are planning to start diversifying from skincare. So we will do some beauty related things that are not a skincare. So, oh, that's uh, yes. so, uh, things that are, you know, in the pipeline right now, we are developing new formulas and, uh, we will start testing that. Those are long term, you know, like things because it comes from a couple of years of testing. Uh, I was for two years researching pro products, you know, like reading everything, peer review communication on the subject. So, 
So I will say for the wow. next two years or like, you know, 2000, this, what year is today? Is it 2022 <laughs> and 23, it will be mainly skincare, but 24, we are planning to do a splash a little bit out of the comfort zone. Oh, that's great. Well, that's why you have a five-year plan. It takes two years to get something developed. You got to have a five-year plan. Yeah. And I always say, you know, like I need to love the product that I'm launching. Liking doesn't work for me. I need to love it. I need to like being unable to live without that product. Yeah, no, I completely agree. And I mean, I can't wait to see what's coming out. I I tell you right now, I will use whatever you come out with. Well, you, you will be one of, I'm on the first one to know it when it comes in a white tube with a lab label. <laughs> yes. Yes. You sent me one. I, I, yes. I told me that. I went around everywhere to my, because I was out of town when they got the package in and I was like, where is the bottle? I was the like, white tube. He said, she sent it. I finally found it. And it was like the white tube. But I was like, these are not good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes not- it just makes me feel cool. Yeah. I'm like, I'm a test yeah. subject. Yeah, no, it's, uh, and yeah, we, as, as I said, we have been uh, pretty busy uh, under the surface. So that is, that is very exciting. And, and to be honest, the company is doing so much better than I thought. I was like preparing myself for six months of misery. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, six good. months of when nobody talks about flawless canvas. Nobody care about, you know, quantum leap. And the first month was good. And after that, we like, you know, like we were like having one be- like month after another. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. So now I'm I'm, I'm kind of scared because I'm, I'm in the ramp, <laughs> you know, like right. every month is better than the previous one. But I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's for. Yeah. You're just like excited, but you're like, don't want to get too into it. But that's great. And yeah. I mean, I know that it's going to fly off the shelves, and especially as more people try it. Obviously, the results stand for themselves. So. Well, I wish you all the best in the entire world. I will obviously be following everything. We're carrying your line now, which I'm so excited about at Horvath House. So we will be talking a lot. And and yeah, thank you for coming on. Oh, thank you. This was uh, so much fun. I like, uh, we can talk for hours. (laughs) I know. (laughs) We'll have to do another one. Yes. All right. Thank you, Vicky. Thank you for tuning into the Beauty Formula. Follow us at the Beauty Formula Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. Don't forget to subscribe and review on your favorite podcast platform. And tune in next week for more insights on influential beauty innovation.